Hey everyone, welcome to episode 146 of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, we have Rachel Feynman, the Vice President of Innovation at TGH InnoVentures, which is a part of Tampa General Hospital. Without further ado, let's bring her on. Thank you so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. How are you today? Hi, Jared. How are you? Doing well. I'm excited to chat. I'm just going to let the audience know. I told you this a few moments ago. This is my first podcast I'm recording without coffee. Now, as Rachel just told me, she doesn't drink coffee, so that's not an issue for her. For me, it could be, but I'm going to power through it today because I, I have this natural energy. I'm really excited to chat with you. So, I'd love if we could just dive right into it. Could you tell the audience a little bit about your background and then we'll talk about uh, your, your new role? Sure. And if this is you without coffee, I'm uh, excited to see you with coffee because you definitely have a lot of excite, excited energy and I'm happy to be here today. Um, so yeah, to give you a little bit of background, um, I am the new VP of innovation at Tampa General Hospital right here in Tampa Bay. Um, and it, just, I guess, a little bit of background. I came to TGH in January by way of the Florida Israel Business Accelerator. I headed up that organization for just over three years. So, and before that, I spent my career as a practicing business attorney. So doing all things um, investment, intellectual property, um, and you know, M&A, from, from everything from venture to M&A. So really familiar with kind of this space of, of working with startups and the companies that um, are their customers and the investors that invest in them. So uh, started to get familiar with the ecosystem from the perspective of an attorney before kind of jumping fully into the startup and innovation ecosystem with FIBA. Um, so that's a little bit about my background. What was one of the things that, or you can give us multiple things that one, you wanted to accept this role, this new role at, at Tampa General? It sounds super interesting. It sounds like a role that you'll continue to obviously grow into and kind of get the shape, which is, I think, the best type of role you could ever ask for. But what, what were some of the things that kind of made you want to join this organization um, and, and start this new role? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a couple of things. First off was just Tampa General um, Hospital. Uh, you know, it's always exciting to join an organization that you feel like is really on the rise. And that is a sense that I got from, you know, even just working with TGH during my time at FIBA, I worked closely with some of the leaders, including our CEO and um, CIO uh, during the time that I was at FIBA. I just, and then also, even just as someone who lives in Tampa, it was clear to me that big things are happening over at, at Tampa General. Um, you know, we are the region's only academic health center. Um, it's an incredibly, even without someone with the title of innovation, it's already a very innovative, innovative place. And I got to see that firsthand with the work I was doing at FIBA. So being part of an organization that really you get the sense is growing and is doing big, meaningful things in healthcare and for our community was exciting for me and the opportunity to work with the people here. I mean, the organization wouldn't be doing the things that it's doing if it wasn't for the people um, doing all the work. So an incredible CEO in John Corris, 
our chief information officer, Scott Arnold, who actually traveled to Israel uh, with me as part of a trip that we did of Tampa leaders um, uh, to Israel back in 2018. Uh, or 2019, I should say, 2019. The world got a little crazy in 2020. But um, so, yeah, getting to work with those folks was really, really important to me. And then also, you know, I, I got to do this a little bit at FIBA, build something kind of from the ground up is something that I, I really enjoy doing. And I saw the opportunity to do that with InnoVentures. We, we wanted a platform and really a vehicle to drive the innovation that's been happening at TGH and to do that in a more formalized and structured way with a team that's gonna wake up every day thinking about innovation and how it's gonna impact the hospital and the future of healthcare overall. So the idea to build something like that was really exciting to me. Now, can you share with us, again, it's obviously still early in the process, but some of the things that you'll you'll be, I guess, looking into um, in, uh, within healthcare. And then also, I'm assuming it, there's more of a focus on internal innovation that allows you know, Tampa General to really continue to, to innovate. But would you also be looking at local startups and organizations that you can partner with for innovation as well? Yeah, you know, interestingly enough, we're actually kind of starting um, full on in that outside in innovation space where we, you know, we see a lot of opportunity to solve very real and critical challenges uh, within Tampa General Hospital. So everything from operational efficiency to, um, you know, driving quality and safety, which is of the utmost importance. There's a lot of a lot of great startups and, and companies that are already out there doing this great work. So at our core, you know, InnoVentures is going to focus on both that outside-in innovation, working with those startups, both where we think we have opportunities to co-develop, well, you know, using the amazing resources and talent that that exists within the hospital to co-develop with these folks, and places where you know maybe there's a win-win where we're we're an early adopting customer for that startup and there might even be an investment opportunity because that's another thing that um, that that InnoVentures is is doing we um, we also house the the corporate venture arm for Tampa General so we plan on making direct investments into a number of these exciting startups that are solving challenges and um, creating opportunities within um, within the hospital. So where it's it's almost like a win-win, right? Where we know that TGH can benefit from this, um, you know, this new solution or technology. We can invest in that in that company to help grow it and help others solve the same problems. Then we're, you know, we're part of the solution of of um, of helping to solve those big challenges within healthcare. And you know some of those areas where we're starting out and looking at um, you know right now are are things around I think I mentioned operational efficiencies. We know that there's just a a ton of opportunity for us to just do a better job by the patient. Right, healthcare can be complex. It's costly. It's confusing. And I think that's really where innovation can come in is to try to question why, you know, why have we always been doing something this way? Why can't we do it another way and lean on um, some of those exciting startups that 
that have already maybe figured out some ways that we can we can do things better. And then everything, and also like maybe horizontal solutions, like we're really looking at how AI can improve and drive safety, patient safety and quality outcomes. Um, the, you know, the technology is finally in a place, I think, where it's not, it's not hypothetical, it's real and, and we can use it. And, and it'll also help us deal with things like nurse shortages. I mean, there's, there's challenges that, that people face in, ter in terms of finding nurses who, especially coming out of a pandemic, who can care for patients. And if we have a lot of those really highly skilled, sought after folks who are spending their time behind computers, producing reports and abstracting data, when we know that machine learning can do that for us now, well, why, why don't we do it? Why don't we do it now? So those are some of the things we're focused on. I love that. Yeah, it's funny what you when you mentioned AI too. We had a conversation. I had a conversation the other day with. I was telling you the founder of MeMD, which just got acquired by Walmart Health. Right, he came on, and we, we had a big discussion on just how much AI can actually do for us within healthcare. That you know, five, six, ten plus years ago, it it couldn't. Um, which it's also creating opportunities for different healthcare professionals to adapt how they work. Um, I, I don't see it as like a, some, I think see it as a negative too, right? Because it's like, oh, is my job gonna go away? No, you're gonna be able to focus more on what you should be focusing on and not on the reporting and the analyzing charts piece maybe. So uh, I'm excited. I think you're exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I, think that's, I think that's really important. And something that, you know, a few years ago, people didn't really recognize. Everyone thought, okay, the robots are coming for our jobs. Um, but I think, I think you're exactly right. If as a doctor, I know how so many people, we go to the doctor now and you wonder like, they're not even looking at me, right? How do they, they're, they're just on the laptop inputting all the data and, and doing a lot of searching for information they need. I think there's a lot of ways we can use AI, not just for reporting outcomes, but also for helping provide care paths and helping, it's not to tell a surgeon, okay, this is what you should do exactly and how you should do it. It's really gonna give back a lot of time to these physicians who, you know, to, to provide care, to connect with patients. Um, to do the, the aspects of their job that we want them doing, as opposed to, you know, having their heads in the, in the screens while they're trying to, you know, meet with a, a patient, just as an example. But you mentioned the Walmart. The other big area where I think we're going to focus is um, trying to bring healthcare to the age of consumerism, right, to the Amazon age. We don't, we don't need Amazon to do it all. There's certainly, there's, there's places where health systems and hospitals are better equipped to provide care. We just need to meet the customer, the patient as a consumer um, in the way that they've grown accustomed to, you know, to being met, um, you know, in the age of convenience and communication and, and direct marketing and all of those, all of those things. Absolutely. Uh, so just, just to let the audience know too, this is our, our first episode together. The goal is to put together additional content uh, and you're still obviously in the, in the first few months of the role. 
this this conversation will continue to dive into different areas that you're you maybe change focus into looking into or maybe some investments that you recently made or some companies you partnered with right so there's a lot of ways we can go with this so um, I just want to thank you so much for for being a guest on the podcast and sharing some of this information and I'm really excited to continue the conversation on future episodes with you thanks Jared I look forward to it thanks Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, You can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.